Hello and welcome back to another episode of Tech Couch, the podcast where we talk all things tech while sitting on a couch. So the time has finally come. Apple has finally released the latest iPhone 11, as well as many other things that we'll be talking about on this episode of the podcast. So without further ado, let's get right into it. This is Tech Couch. So the long-awaited iPhone 11 is basically going to be everything that the leaks confirmed. It's going to have basically the same display as the previous iPhone X. It's going to have the same type of notch on the top. I don't. Apple didn't say if they shrinked it any year, if they enlarged it, but it's basically going to be the same design. The camera setting on the back we did get right is going to have that square type cutout with the two lenses and the flash on the right to form sort of a triangle. I know it's been getting a lot of hate and the design overall is not that pretty looking, but I think if you give it a couple of weeks or so, it will get more mainstream and people will get more used to it. Now, one interesting thing that we did see were all the color choices for the iPhone 11. It's going to be taking on a sort of iPhone XR type vibe. It's going to come in colors black, green, yellow, purple. That's a new one. Of course, product red and white. Now, the iPhone 11 is going to have three storage options, 64 gig base model, 128, and then up to 256 gigs of additional storage. The size and weight is going to be 5.9 inches tall, 2.9 inches wide. So about the same as the iPhone XR and about iPhone X display is going to still have a liquid retina display for the iPhone 11. When we talk about the Pro, things will change a bit. So it's kind of sad to see that Apple didn't put any OLED type displays on the panel, but they did shrink the price down for this year. iPhone starting at around $700. So it's definitely going to be a much better price with the specs. So liquid retina display 6.1 inches across. Now this will have the latest A13 Bionic chip and that's just going to make your phone run a bit smoother and a bit faster than the previous generations before it and it will conserve battery life even better leaving you with Apple set up to four more hours than the previous iPhones. Now where Apple decided to let everything ride on was the camera. Now this is going to have a dual 12 megapixel ultra wide and wide cameras. The ultra wide is going to have a 120 degree field of view so you'll be able to see a lot more than you had in the previous generations. So I have two times optical zoom and digital zoom up to five times. We have portrait mode, portrait lighting, and all of the stuff you're used to including a brand new night mode. Now, one thing that was super weird with this night mode is that you can't manually activate it. The iPhone camera senses when it's dark enough to actually have night mode usable, so it actually has to be a dark setting in the first place for night mode to be able to be activated at all. So you won't be able to manually do that with the Pixel and other things. Now, as far as video recording, you can now record 4K at 60 frames per second. That was usually limited to 30. But now, if you want to bump it up, you could really start shooting true pro quality video on your iPhone. And a brand new thing that Apple has decided to do is put slow motion video on the front facing camera. Now, I am not going to say what they called that because it sounds stupid. 
but it's slow motion video for your front facing camera so you can capture everything you need to in slow motion on your front facing camera. And as far as specs go for the iPhone 11, that's going to basically be it. Nothing super crazy. A nice small upgrade from the previous iPhones, but it's going to be nothing special than, I guess, anything that we expected. We probably expected a lot more advancements than Apple was ready to make. And I have a feeling in the coming years, that's when they should be coming full screen displays and other stuff like that. I'm just assuming Apple doesn't want to adopt all of those risky motorized cameras, pop-up cameras, stuff like that that could tarnish their reputation as a brand. Now where all the hype led up was the iPhone 11 Pro. And this is actually going to come in two different models, the iPhone 11 Pro and the Pro Max. And so this is going to have all of the things that the leaks and renders we talked about were really seeing. So if we go ahead and open up the specs for this, this is going to have the usual iPhone colors, gold, space gray, silver, and the green we talked about. That's going to be on the Pro and Pro Max version. It's called Midnight Green, and it's actually not a bad-looking color. I wouldn't mind having that in my pocket. And as far as storage goes, this will have a base 64 gigs, upgradable to 256 or 512 gigs. So just a bit more storage than the iPhone 11, which is to be considered, considering this is a more pro-oriented phone, as in the name. The display size for the regular just pro version is going to be 5.8 inches but this will have the super retina xdr display aka oled and they claim that this is going to be based off of their new pro display that's going to be coming out with the a thousand dollar stand later throughout the year and so hopefully it's going to be something nice to see on the iphone now if you wanted to get the pro max this is going to be a big jump from the 5.8 inches with an entire 6.5 inches on the screen still having the xdr display oled and it's going to be a nice picture nonetheless this is as well going to have the a13 bionic chip so just making things a little snappier this will give you an estimated five hours more of battery life and it's not necessarily that's going to have a bigger battery. It's just that they're going to utilize the software more. So you're not running as many things in the background that would be draining your battery as you did with the previous iPhones. Now, again, where this phone went to shine was the camera. And this is really what all the leaks and renders had been pointing at. Those triple cameras on the back. Now, it's going to be triple 12 megapixel ultra wide, wide and telephoto camera. Telephoto is something you didn't have on the regular 11. And the ultra-wide will have the 120 degrees view, wide 1.8 degrees aperture, and the telephoto 2 aperture. Now this, this is zoom is going to be a bit better. It's going to have 2 times optical zoom in, as well as 2 times optical zoom outwards, which is not something you'll see often on a phone. And it's going to have up to digital zoom 10 times as well as all of the other things you're used to seeing on your phone. 4K, 60 frames per second. So video is basically going to be about the same as the regular 11. And just the extra camera, I guess they marketed it as, is you'll be able to see a lot more with this photo. If you can go ahead and watch some of the keynotes they had on this, showing just what the camera could do, it's really hard for me to describe it just by listening to my sweet, sweet voice. But I think you guys get the picture face id is going to be 
improved as well as well as Apple Card it's going to be integrated better as well as Apple Pay and iOS 13 so that's going to be something nice to see on this device and it'll probably be seamlessly integrated like it was with the iPhone 11 so if you want to order this these will be available on September 20th though it has been speculated that some of these have already been shipped out already now the iPhone 11 Pro is going to start you at $1,000, so the usual Apple price we're used to seeing, with the iPhone 11 Pro Max starting at $1,100. Now this would be upgradable up to $1,500, with the Pro upgradable up to $1,349. Now with the regular iPhone 11, that's going to start you at $700, like I said earlier, and this will run you up to $849 fully spec'd out with all of the storage that you need so not gonna be too bad of phones if you have something to trade in I'd say you could go ahead and grab the iPhone 11 that would cost you only about 400 bucks with those specs it'd be pretty nice to trade in but what I'm going to say is if you don't have anything to trade in and you just want to upgrade for the sake of upgrading don't do it the iPhone 11 and the iPhone 11 Pro as well as the Pro Max are not big enough of steps forward for you to need to go from your iPhone X to your iPhone 11. I mean, besides the fact that you want to have the latest and greatest iPhone tech-wise, there's nothing special about the two phones that make them need to switch. I mean, you could argue that the greater processor, the cameras, and all of that stuff would be enough for you to go ahead and upgrade. But honestly, when you're using the two phones, the average person's not going to notice a much of a difference in performance and just overall usage between the two phones that it's needed to be upgraded. So if you have an iPhone X, XR, or anything, I'd say above an 8, don't bother. Your phone's plenty fine. But I think if you had a 7 to and below and you wanted to trade that in, you could get at least... 200 bucks for your iPhone 7 Plus and that would bring the total down to about $500 so go ahead and get the phone if you really wanted to but I think you'd just be plenty fine if you stuck with what you had and you could just keep using that alright we're gonna take a quick break here for a sponsor segment we have a brand new sponsor today the Tacathlon Podcast and so I'm just gonna let you guys hear a little bit about that Now that that's out of the way, let's go ahead and talk about some of the smaller things that Apple launched at the keynote, starting with their Apple Watch Series 5. Now, you've seen a bunch of Apple Watches in the 4, but according to Apple, you've never seen a watch like this. Some new features that this had is the new always-on display, and I use the term new lightly, considering this has been on Android Wear since the beginning, and it's been one of the main drawbacks with the Apple Watch, the fact that every time you wanted to see the time, you had to do that little shake thing on your wrist to wake it up. So now you'll be able to keep this on at all times, making it now a true watch. And this can be customized any way you want. You can use a case and pair any brand in the Apple Watch Studio, basically meaning it's fully customizable with whatever you want. You can use aluminum, stainless steel, ceramic, whatever you want to use for your brand, you can go ahead and do that. 
This is going to have some upgraded specs for your health. It will keep an eye on your heart. And you can hear all these stories about what the Apple Watch has done for people and how it's even saved some lives if you want to check out the keynote. It was a really nice presentation I thought Apple did, so you can go ahead and check that out. And it's basically just going to be an Apple Watch with some added features. So go ahead and grab one if you want to. This will run you about, let me check, the page is loading up here. This will run you about $399 with a sports band, and this will have an aluminum case. $699 with a steel case, and so if you want to go ahead and get one of these, it will run you about 400 bucks. Base model, 700 bucks if you want to go ahead and get that fancy, fancy version, but yeah. If you need a smartwatch and you have an iPhone, why not go ahead and grab this? You know, you could grab a Series 4. Those are probably cheaper by now. But I don't really have a preference between the two. I think they're both going to be pretty much the same like with the iPhone situation. It's all just up to preference. I'm not going to tell anybody not to get this. And there's nothing that's saying you shouldn't get this. It's just a piece of hardware. And they've also decided to revamp the iPad while they're at it. There's going to be a new iPad, sort of like the iPad Pro, but just the regular iPad you know and love. It's going to have a larger 10.2-inch Retina display, and it will now support the full-size keyboard you're used to seeing with the iPad Pro, and this is going to have iPad OS. Now, one drawbacks of iPads I've seen within the past years would just be the OS. I mean, there's not much you can do which is regular iOS on an iPad. So the fact that they made a brand new iPad OS for the iPad is going to be something very nice to see. You know, overall give that more and more leaning towards a computer. Now I'm not going to say that this is going to replace any computer you have just because I personally don't think it will. So there's nothing really that'll beat a Windows or a Mac machine. But if you want to be on the go, maybe you're a student and you really don't have all the storage to lug around a laptop and you just want to have something that you can use in your hand an iPad would totally be fine to use this will now have support for a USB so you can go ahead and go lightning to USB and the multitasking will be much more upgraded on the iPad OS so it's going to be a lot easier to use overall and with Apple Pencil you can even take your notes on the go and so this, I think, will be a good segue into Apple Arcade on the iPad. Now, Apple Arcade has actually went ahead and already been released. It was supposed to come out September 19th, so in a couple of days, but for some people, you can already go ahead and get it. So basically, Apple Arcade is going to be like a cloud gaming service, unlimited access to 100-plus new games rolling out in one subscription. Now, what Apple's marketing this as is you can play it on all your Apple devices and even your TV. So, one subscription, all you can play, no ads, you can even download these to play it when they're offline, and jump from iPhone, iPad, Mac, Apple TV, and you can share this with up to five family members. So if you have a big family like myself, you all can be playing games at the same time. Now, don't get me wrong, these aren't going to have any name brand games like you're used to seeing. No Destiny, no Assassin's Creed, 
but just some lighter games that I think would be interesting to be playing on the go when maybe you don't have as much time to have a full gaming session. And now some of these games do look cool. Uh, the Pathless, I think, will be a very fun RPG for people to be playing. And overall, Apple Arcade is just going to be a nice little thing to have on the side. It's only going to run you about 5 bucks a month, and you do get a one-month free trial in the beginning. So I think if you had an iOS device, Apple TV, iPad, whatever you have, and maybe you don't want to spend all the money for PC or Xbox gaming, and you do just want to do some stuff on the side, maybe you don't have all the time that you used to to maybe be much of a gamer as you were, Apple Arcade will definitely be something that will help you just play some games when you do and just enjoy it in the process. And that's going to have to do it for all of the Apple news. I think just to keep this episode neat and tidy, I'm just going to end it there. So that way all of this Apple news is nice and concise and I don't have to have to mess it up with any other news that maybe you don't want to hear about. So this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode, but nonetheless, I think there was a lot of stuff we got to talk about and a lot of specs that we got to cover. So if you want to go ahead and follow the socials, you can follow me at Tech Couch Official on Instagram or Tech Couch Official on Twitter. And if you want to shoot me an email with any stories you might have or anything that you want to cover in the future, you can go ahead and shoot me an email at techcouchofficial at gmail.com. Once again, that is techcouchofficial at gmail.com. And since this was a bit of a shorter episode, you can go ahead and check out all the episodes. Just Google Tech Couch on the internet or type it in on whatever you listen to podcasts on, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is that you're listening on, and you'll find the rest of the episodes there. Or you can head over to the Instagram, and there will be links for all the episodes there, too. Once again, this is Tech Couch. If you've made it this far, thank you for listening. All the support really means a lot. And if you want to become a supporter, you can head over to patreon.com slash techcouch, get some pool perks over there, and really just help make this podcast into the best thing that it can be. This is Tech Couch.